Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. Educate people along the way and support people through the buying process when they, they don't really have that sort of understanding of the, the property sector. Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute show. The purpose of the show is to bring awareness to buyers agents, to bring awareness around the career opportunities that the buyers agent sector is providing people, to bring awareness around the value that buyers agents bring to help people buying property. The goal of the show is to strip back and dive into the remarkable journeys and stories of buyers agents who are paving the way forward in one of the fastest growing sectors in real estate in Australia right now. Our guest today is Chris Scurry, based in northern New South Wales, all the way in Newcastle. Chris has a remarkable story. Chris has over 20 years experience in investing in property personally for himself. Not just an investment uh, related style of acquisition, but also in primary residence purchases. Chris has also got decades of experience working specifically in the disability sector, focusing on mental health, focusing on disability support, and in the accommodation services arena. Chris obviously has such a strong passion for property and buying investment properties that he has looked at that and also assessed his passion in the disability space and looked at integrating the two and he has now formed his buyer's agent business called C&M Property Partners. I'm really excited to dive into Chris's journey and I look forward to speaking with him today. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. We can do a virtual handshake. So Chris, I I remember when we spoke 15 months ago and you mentioned to me that you worked in the disability sector. I wanted to take the opportunity now just to obviously dive into that a bit deeper to actually understand how did you land in that space and why did you go that go there? Yeah, I guess uh, Ben, I've always had a passion for, for helping people. Um, and when I first entered in the disability sector, it was because I had a, a, a passion for wanting to be working with people um, and helping them um, to succeed in whatever it is that they're doing. So um, why, I, why I first moved into the disability sector was um, because I grew up in, a, in an area that um, was sort of a low socioeconomic area um, and there was lots of people, um, my first exposure to disability was um, a couple of people in my school actually as a younger child and I really connected with them quite well. Um, so that really drove me to get a better understanding of, of how to communicate and how to support people with disabilities. So um, that encouraged me to want to support people with disabilities in the early stages of my life. And so I became a teacher's aide um, in a, in a um, special school to start off with. And then I moved slowly, progressively um, through um, accommodation supports in mental health and also um, supporting uh, people in sort of a case management coordination role. 
Um, and over the last, I would have to say, the last 10 to 15 years, I've been working for non-government and government organisations, um, really, I guess, helping people to um, become more independent in their own home. It's amazing. Yeah. I really respect and admire like the work that you do. And obviously, I'm not in that space, but I do also hear that there's a massive uh, shortage of supply of stock for disabled people to move into. There's all these service providers that want to find stock. So there's a bit of a butting heads going on there. What's your view on all this? Yeah, I think since the NDIS has uh, commenced a few years ago, or about five, six years ago now, um, there was a real competitiveness with providers um, wanting to, I guess, um, get more clients and so they can um, continue to, to be funded providers. One of the challenges um, is for providers to have the expertise around disability and the real estate market. So engaging with agents and understanding the, the rental process. So a lot of service providers find it really difficult to, I guess, sell to real estate agents that uh, the benefits of actually um, having a person with a disability in their own home. You know, there's long-term tenancy, there's support for the individual. So as a, as a landlord, um, you really have quite good security with having people with disabilities in your home, having a support agency to support them. And most commonly, um, because it's so hard for providers to, to secure um, accommodation, they tend to prefer to head lease. So, um, and they're also prepared to usually pay that little bit extra rent to secure the property. Mm -hmm. So as a vendor, as a landlord, it's, it's really um, quite a good, good investment as well. Especially now with obviously, Investors are concerned around tenant security, yep. Australia-wide right now. Sure. And I mean, NDIS obviously is National Disabil Disability Insurance Scheme for anyone listening who's obviously not familiar. Yep. Um, but I guess if someone is looking to buy an investment property, going through NDIS and finding a tenant through obviously uh, the disability space is gonna provide that security. Yeah, absolutely. And the yield is high. What, what type of yields are you looking at? Um, it depends on the type of, I guess, property. So there's the specialist disability accommodation, which um, that, that can range from, you know, anywhere between 10 to 20% property yields. Um, however, there's some associated risks around that too if, you, if you're not um, with the right service and right provider. So there's, um, that's a thing to be mindful of. But I think, you know, uh, on average, if it's the general property market, you, you can get around 6%. Um, returns um, and so I think that's 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 a pretty good return. Are know. they net or gross? That, that's net wow. yeah so it's it's you know it's good returns. I think the other thing is um, to keep in mind is that there's so many people in hospitals that are needing to get out of hospital and COVID is a prime example of that where there's a big push to get people out of hospitals because it actually costs the government about state governments around ten thousand uh, $1,000 a day to keep a person in hospital so hospitals are very motivated to get their um, patients out of hospital. Yeah. Um, and so that's where there's a real big push to, to support people with um, high physical support needs in, in the public space as well. It's amazing. And talking about capital growth of these properties, what does that look like? Yeah, so I think, you know, um, as a buyer's agent, I still focus, my primary focus is focusing on buying for individuals um, in areas that still have good growth in the area. So my primary focus is about getting 
um, the same as I would for any property, Ben, you know, like really focusing on growth around sort of good yields and also, you know, looking at areas that um, are close to sort of, you know, transport and um, and schools and um, shops and so forth. So in terms of growth, it's I'm looking around about the 5 6% mark as a, as a minimum sort of, you know, um, yearly growth. Are you looking at purchasing this type of stock, the disability stock, for your clients down the track? I mean, is that is that an intention? Yeah, that's that's my goal. Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm just buying for general investors and first home buyers. Um, my goal and intention is to work with the sector, um, the disability sector, and also investors to primarily focus um, investing in, in the disability space as well. Yeah, and you've been investing for, for 20 odd years. Yeah. Why did you start getting, I mean, obviously you would have been a young guy. Yeah, I was um, 19 years of age. 19, so what drove you to start doing that at that age? I had some motivation where my, my parents told me not to buy a house. <laughs> um, so at 19 years of age, I was your typical 19 year old, I was a bit defiant um, and chose to take the leap of building my own first home. I was working four jobs okay. um, in the disability sector actually and really passion, passion to buy my own home. Um, so that sort of drove me to, to purchase my own home and later on I decided to, um, to rent that out. And uh, more recently, a couple of years ago, um, we bought that for 150,000 and sold that for 540,000. So, so you bought that for 150, yep. 19 years ago? Yep. 20 years ago? Yep. Wow, and we we've, yeah we sold that for five hundred and forty. So it's been a capital growth, good good growth. Yeah, in between Melbourne and Geelong, so it's a, always a really good location. So okay, excellent. So are you buying? Have you got a, a national style of business model at the moment? Um, at the moment, I'm focusing on New South Wales, and obviously I'm from Victoria, so that's a, that's a space that I'm very comfortable investing okay. in. Um, so they're they're the two probably main areas that I'm focusing on at the moment. Yeah. So talk to me about CNM Property Partners. That is. Uh, investment slash owner occupier style of buyers agent business is that yep. correct? Yep. So it's it's a um, business where um, I am supporting first home, uh, first home buyers, okay. um, but also investors um, to to purchase their uh, first or second uh, or property to build on their portfolio. Yeah. How has the journey been? So you obviously, I remember we spoke around fifteen months ago. You were keen to start your business. You but you be at your buyers agent business. You've started that business. Are you loving it? Are you finding anything challenging? Uh, maybe just, sh yeah. I'd love to hear, I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear your experience around it all. Yeah, um, Ben, I think I've spoken to you a couple of times about my recent experience that really gives me a, a good adrenaline um, and buzz when I have the opportunity to work with, with a buyer. Um, to Similar to working in the disability sector, you really get to know what a person's needs is and what their goals and aspirations are. Um, and to be able to um, successfully assist that person through the property buying journey is, is a great feeling. Um, I've so far been able to assist people to uh, gain $50,000 in their equity up front with their first purchase. Um, right. I, yeah, I had a, um, a, a home buyer recently that was going to make an emotional purchase of an extra, spending an extra 50000 on their property um, just because I loved the property and I was able to save them $50,000 on that purchase as well. So t it's a really good feeling to be able to, um, to educate people on the way and support people through the buying process when they, they don't really have that sort of understanding of the, of the property sector. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it is a very fulfilling experience. Yeah. 
servicing a client. Obviously, if you're getting that $50,000 equity uplift. And I guess I wanted to veer more into when you obviously get into servicing the, dis the disability sector yeah. to find them homes, it seems like that's going to bring a whole new energy to the experience because as, as, as we mentioned earlier, like there, there is clearly an issue with finding stock and finding homes for the disabled people to live in. So when you transition into that, I mean, that's gonna, I, I, I foresee that being a whole, a whole other world for you. Yeah, absolutely, Ben. And I think the, the other opportunity in that space is actually supporting families and individuals to have home ownership, which is probably a first in Australia, first thing in Australia mm -hmm. that's never really been done. So I'm really looking at focusing on my energy to supporting people to have a shared equity approach with mm -hmm. families. So then the long term for family members is that they know that their family member has so secure housing. Um, they own their own home as well. So that's that's my long-term focus as well, not just working with services, but also working with individuals and their families to to have home ownership, which is a, a big opportunity moving forward. How does the property management work in, in that space? For uh, is, it, is it the same style of management fees? Yeah, so usually, usually it's, um, depending on whether it's specialist disability accommodation, so you might have an, an organisation that is, is managing that property on behalf of the owner. Um, and for, for general sort of property management um, with, with the service providers, um, th they would normally utilise a, a, a general real estate agent to do that. Okay. Um, my focus is actually working towards being able to specialise also in uh, managing the property moving forward. So because I have an understanding of that relationship working with providers as well. So mm -hmm. Well, I mean, just with your background being obviously 20 years also in the disability space, like this is going to be... This seems like this natural progression for you to integrate the buyer's agent model. You've obviously got a lot of experience buying property. I think you've got around seven, six properties, correct? Yeah, and I mean, and then integrating that into the disability space because there's, there's, a, there's such a demand yeah. for someone to come in there or people to come in, into this space and put together deals yeah, sure. and project manage the process and make it smooth and uh, efficient and seamless for the client. Yeah. You're based in, you're based in uh, Newcastle, yep. so the model that you're running now, are you operating in specific states or is it primarily New South Wales? Primarily New South Wales. I am looking to work with a service in Victoria at the moment, in Geelong, um, and they specialise in doing the specialist housing um, side of things. So I'd be working with them um, in collaboration across, they've, they've actually built 26 odd properties across Australia, so they're very experienced in that space as well. Um, so yeah, moving forward, my aim is, is to work um, nationally as well, moving this model forward as well. Excellent. And your buyer's agent business, that seems to have, from what I've seen, that's growing quickly. Did you expect it to, uh, to accelerate this fast? No, um, especially in the last few months, Ben, it's been, um, I, was, I was a little bit um, slow to start off with, but in the last few months, it's really um, progressed. And using the strategies that um, the Buyers Institute um, has has um, provided to me, you know, with um, connecting with various different networks has really helped me to um, to, to get more buyers and, and assist them through the buying process. So it's been, um, I can't highly recommend the, the Buyers Agent um, Institute course. It's just, it's given me so many tools along the way. I think the most important thing is if you put in the effort up front, um, you can really start to see the results. Yeah, and effort is the only one thing that we all can control, right? Yep. I, I appreciate the feedback. And 
I think, as, as I say to a lot of people who jump on this show, like starting any new business is challenging. The entrepreneurial ride is always up and down. W what do you do to, I mean, you obviously, you're, you're working, you're doing this on the side. Yeah. How are you managing stress? What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you do in, in downtime? Like, you got any hobbies? What, what's happening in your other side of your life? Yeah, I, I guess, you know, my family is pretty important to me. So I spend a fair bit of time with my family. I do try and um, try and take time out to do some relaxation. Um, I'm not a very sporty person, um, but really, I guess, um, connecting with people is something that I really enjoy. So um, spending time with family and, um, and others is really important to me. Um, but yeah, I guess um, I come back to my passion around property. I just, it's something that I really love um, doing, but um, I think it's so important to to have a balance of um, maintaining your lifestyle as well. It's really important. So, how did people react when you, I guess, announced to your let's call it inner circle yeah. that you were you started your your business CNM Property Partners? Yeah. How did people respond? They they thought I was a little bit crazy, <laughs> um, being working in a government organisation um, at a senior executive level is quite good security as you can imagine um, so my family and um, and friends have said you know you're crazy for if you're doing what you're doing um, but now they're actually starting to see some results and I think they're um, starting to be a bit more positive around that um, and seeing that that I can actually achieve so I think that just goes to show um, you know when you've got some neg initial neg negativity around you um, being able to just push through that and commit commit to your focus and your goal is so important. Do you think a lot of people, just random question, get deterred by, let's just say, someone has this idea of, let's say, starting a business, yeah. could be a buyer's agent business or whatever it is, and then the people around them in their network have negative, or just maybe don't believe in them or, you know, have, have their, own, their own say, which isn't, for example, positive. Yeah. Do you think that deters a lot of people from actually giving it a go? I think it does, Ben. I think, you know, like even for myself to start off with, I was really, can I actually do this? You know, um, do I have the support around me to be able to do this? Um, but what I did is I surrounded me myself with positive people, um, even outside of my normal inner circle network. So I connected with, you know, local um, business networking group that, that has really helped me around the business side of things because I'm not a business person. Um, so that's a whole new concept for me. So um, being able to connect, you know, with accountants, financial advisors, um, business people that have had success mm. is really important. I, I agree. I try and always hang around people who are like-minded in terms of mindset, like myself. But I do think it's important outside to have a group of people that, you know, you can just connect with and communicate with and they, they bring you up. Yeah. And they all come from maybe different backgrounds. They bring different perspectives to the table. That's always, I, I really resonate with that. Yeah. Why did you, I mean, obviously you didn't potentially believe maybe that you could do this. Why did you do it? Like what was the real motivating factor for you actually, obviously you, you work for uh, government, very secure, probably, especially now during COVID, the most secure. Um, I know you started your business pre-COVID. However, I, I want to understand, like, why did you really start the buyer's agent business? What, what was driving you? Yeah, I think my my passion for property, I've always loved property. Um, I think um, having the flexibility to work, you know, my own hours is really important to me. Um, having a family. 
Um, so, and especially like times like now, it's, it's a perfect opportunity where I can actually spend time with my kids and help them through schooling and so forth. Um, so for me, it was more about, you know, doing something that I really loved. I love what I do in terms of working for in the disability sector. Um, but really, I guess my, my ultimate passion is, is combining both of those passions of property and the disability sector together. So um, this is a perfect opportunity for me to really focus on making myself happy and helping others as well. Mm. Um, so that's, that's why it really drove to me looking at a, a business model that could really help me to, to combine both of my passions. Yeah, I'm really excited for you. I, I think this next journey for you is going to be really exciting. I know I'm going to be watching it because with my limited understanding around what's going on in the disability space, it's not something that I focus on, but I do know that it's very undersupported. Uh, there needs to be a lot more people on the ground like yourself helping people buy property. There needs to be a lot more focus put on it. And with your like extensive experience in that space for 20 years combined with what you have done for yourself building your own portfolio and what you're doing now to help others under your new buyer's agent business, it's just the perfect mix. Yeah. And it seems like ticking the box in terms of a fulfillment box and a happiness box, it seems like it's gonna be an incredible journey for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, Ben, the, the other thing is too, there's, there isn't really a service type out like this, out there like this. Um, there's the disability sector that have their expertise expertise in the disability sector and there's buyers agents that have expertise in buying um, property um, so to be able to support people with a disability to buy their own home um, to support their family members and also help providers to really um, achieve independence for people with disabilities is, is what I'm really excited about yeah that's awesome where would you like to see the disability space in the next let's say five years in regards to housing like, where, what would be an ideal style of uh, vision outcome that you'd love to see where it's up to? Yeah, I think most importantly, um, Ben, finding out what individuals themselves see as being a home to them. You know, there's always been these group home models uh, where uh, people with disabilities have had to fit within particular homes with people that they don't really like or don't know. Um, my... Uh, I think the opportunity here is to really um, connect both the disability market and the real estate market to see the benefits of actually renting property or, um, or home ownership for people with disabilities. And so I see in the next five years, there's going to be a real shift in different models of accommodation moving forward and, and different types of innovation that the government will have to move towards um, to really support um, more people with disabilities in, in becoming more independent. So that's, yeah, nice. that's what I'd like to see, yeah. Really inspired by the work you're doing. I'm definitely going to be watching you. It was awesome to have you here. Where can people who are watching this find you? Um, on my website, CNM Property Partners, or I'm on Facebook um, under CNM Property Partners. I appreciate your time. It was awesome connecting. And I'm, I'm super excited, as I said, to see where the future takes you in this space. Thanks, Ben. It's, Appreciate it. It's been awesome coming in and having the opportunity to, to speak. Today's session was awesome. I'm really inspired by seeing Chris's journey unfold. I spoke to him 15 months ago and hearing his journey, how he built a portfolio of six, he was working in the disability space, he wanted to turn buying property into a career and he's now activated that. He's servicing clients, you heard some of his stories, and then he's got this intention now to move more into the space of servicing 
the disability space specifically for his buyer's agent business. And for those of you that are listening, you may wanna look at this as a strategy, as a potential investment vehicle uh, moving forward. And you can look into the National Disability Insurance Scheme if you're unfamiliar with it, NDIS, and just read about it and see if it's something that could interest you. The yields are very attractive, the net yields, the tenant securities, obviously there's a big tick there, especially right now during COVID. So I hope you found today useful. Check out Chris at CNM Property Partners. Check him out. You can go on his social channels as well. See you next week. To find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.